what's going on, Philly? Yo, yo, yo. Back for another edition what's of the Focus on Broad. Nice. We're your host, Don Juan. How's it going? Host. I love that nickname, by the way. The first time you said it in chat, I was just like, Don Juan, baby. Don Juan, it is. Don Juan, it is. And of course, my main man back, Oscar. Gentlemen, we haven't done this in a while. Cheers. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. It had, we didn't cheers last week because obviously Oscar wasn't here. Nice. Nick will not be joining us, but um, some housekeeping things before we start. We are now available on everywhere you can find your podcast. Apple, not Stitcher, Google, Anchor, the other podcast sites that I have no idea what they are. Spotify. Spotify. We are on there. I wanted to say that last week, but I forgot. To our viewers watching, hello. Thank you for tuning in uh, for Drunk on 4 and 0. That's yeah, the name right. of this. That's the name of this one because the Phillies, Phillies baby, are four. Oh, could you imagine the Phillies are the only undefeated team in baseball? I mean, they're playing lights out. It's it's incredible. Like last night was incredible to watch, and it's the kind of game where, like, in seasons past, it just you you, so- you you turn it off. But like last yeah. night, I was like, no, uh, like I. Once Degrom came out, now I didn't understand that. Like, Why are you pulling? Because well, it's the Mets. The Mets will be the Mets, right. and will pull their ace with seventy-seven pitches, and he's mowing people down. Dude hit hundred and one twice, but let's pull him from the game at seventy-seven pitches because there's hundred and sixty-two games. And he was literally only throwing two pitches. Yeah, <laughs> and he's throwing. Yes, yeah. I'll tell you he what. He looked pretty rested. He looked good. I don't think they needed to pull him. He looked. He looked incredible. Like if you want to like. Like that's a guy that like I would stick and click. Like if I weren't if I were just a baseball fan, if I like the one at bat that I loved was the at bat, the last at bat, even though Harper struck out, to watch those two battle and him just like I'm just gonna throw gas. I'm gonna throw I'm you you know what I'm throwing. You know I'm gonna I'm gonna hit triple digits on, on consecutive pitches. Like that was just as a as a baseball fan, that's the kind of stuff I love. And like, there's a couple of other things we'll talk about, but like this week, I like, I kind of geeked out and fell in love with baseball. Like there was like yeah. anything, anything that I could watch. I'm turning on games at like 10 o'clock at night that like West coast games that like I normally in seasons past might not tune into, but now I'm like, like, Give me more. Give me more. Give, like, I was doing I was doing the same thing. I'm like turning on like MLB extra innings. Didn't even know I had it. I'm watching the Marlins. I'm teaching Ollie. Ollie's sitting there. He's clapping for like the, the Marlins player, uh, Ch- uh, Ch- Chismo, I think his name is. The guy with the purple hair stealing. He stole first, stole yeah. second, and scored. And Ollie's like, yeah, dad, clap. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to clap for baseball. Yeah, right? I'm so excited. Baseball's back. Like, uh. We we play baseball, so it's like one of those things. Like this this time of year is so nostalgic for me. Um, watching you know all these MLB players and watching the games, and it just brings back memories of you know things that I could have never accomplished on the baseball field because I wasn't you know a pro level. But it just makes you so happy just seeing you know everything just coming back, and it's just. It overwhelms me with that nostalgic feeling, and I'm just so happy. Oscar, let me ask you, being the Yankees scumbag fan that you are. The best kind. 
How happy are you right now going into the season? You know what's crazy? I'm not even stressed about them. Yeah, sure, they got swept, but then like they're handling they're handling the Orioles, so I could care less, really. It's a long season, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm happy you guys are undefeated, but at the same time, I wouldn't. Yeah, that was enough out of Oscar talking about the Yankees. I'm just going to cut his ass off. Oscar, let's be honest. Did you really just say they're playing well against the Orioles? Yeah, come on, dude. Come on. Hey, they just left the Red Sox. Yeah, because the Red Sox stink. Hey, guess what? I'm pitching for the Red Sox. The best thing the Red Sox going. The, the best thing that the Red Sox have going is their their new uh, Nike, uh, yeah, City Boston Marathon uniforms. Like I was gonna say, isn't LeBron James? Other than that, yeah. Other than that, they have nothing. Right. So um, and real quick, Jay Bruce. All right, Jay Bruce is a Yankee. Yes. Thank right. you. Thanks, Chris, for bringing. And he's he stinks. They still don't know if he's ever going to get a hit in that uniform. He is. I was, my buddy Pat Johnson would argue with me all the time about Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce, oh, he's good for what he is. I'm like, he bats 220 and might run into 20 home runs. I'm like, that's cool. But he's also his, so terrible. On his best season. Yeah, on his might, best season. That's what On his is. best season, he might run into, oh, you know, 18 to 22. Um so, Gentlemen, gentlemen, before uh, we get more more into this, I just wanted to uh, take a minute and thank you, thank you both for uh, for always be always joining us and telling the fans again. You could find us on Apple, you can find us on Google, you could find us on Spotify. I just want to get this out there because I I find it's really cool and I'm proud that Oscar didn't set it up and I set it, it was up. Actually, it was actually nice. So this was all me, and I'm learning about RSS feeds, and I'm learning how to do everything, getting everything copied, boom, 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 getting it on there. And I'm like, uh, this is a big moment for me. Because nice. usually I'm like, Oscar, I need your help, man. He's like, bruh. Where you know, I keep yeah. on telling him, though. It's that simple. It's very simple. He's just, like, overthinking it. And then I'm pretty sure now he's just like, wait a minute. This is not that bad. Yeah, this isn't that hard. I could probably do this whole nice. and start the show thing. But anyway, back to the Phillies. Like you said last night, DeGrom was mowing him down. But let's talk. Let's piggyback. So I saw Chip was doing his addition. And, Don, you were on the you were on there. So shout out to Chip for this. I was commenting on it. A little bit. He had the whole Aaron Nola, is he an ace thing? And, you know, that's, that's a perfect conversation to have. Because what I define as an ace for this squad is a uh, – that ball is way gone. Uh, that's that sucks. Nice. Yep. Well, that sucks. Well, Chase Anderson, you knew, was going to give one up eventually. Right. So what he was saying was, is it Aaron Nola a true ace? In my eyes, what I look at as from an ace is a guy that is respected in the locker room, a guy that can hold his own, has dominating stuff, but has location and knows how to pitch. Zach Wheeler is a perfect 1B to Nola's 1A. I do believe Nola is the ace of this staff. It's not that the fact that he throws 100 miles an hour or this happens. It's you look at how Aaron Nola pitches, how methodical he is, his delivery, and you see that he doesn't let up the occasional home run. His bad starts are like three earned runs. Zach right. and his control is pretty much always there. I love Nola being an ace because he sets the tone for the rest of the staff. Right. I think Zach Wheeler would be an ace on another on another staff. Eflin, if his stuff keeps up, he'll be ace on another staff. But Nola is our ace simply for the fact that he sets the tone. Nola pitches well, everybody pitches well. 
because that's a guy you want to emulate. That's a guy that you look up to and you're like, damn, Aaron Nola has been the longest tenured pitcher on this roster, started four opening days. This is the guy that I want to go to war with. Zach Wheeler, perfect number two, but there's no way that Aaron Nola isn't an ace, and I'm not going off best pitcher in the staff if you have my destiny ace is something different. The aces of old, I get it. The aces of old with your, your Roy Holidays. And, I mean, you can still say, all right, you're Garrett Coles. Like, that's cool. Dominating yeah. stuff. I get it. Yeah. But Aaron Nola has dominating stuff. It's Aaron Nola isn't shabby. He's not just the best pitcher. He is a top 10 pitcher in baseball. Right. And you look at here, – here's the way I look at it, is that does he give you an opportunity to win every time – Every five days, every yes. five starts, does he give you an opportunity to win? Yes. Does he have the stuff to get you to the back end of your bullpen? Yes. I think for me, like, is is he in that top echelon of pitchers? Yes. Okay, so he's at the the back. He's okay. at the back end of the top end. He's still top ten. To me, he's still a top ten pitcher. He's still a top ten pitcher. Name other aces on staff that you would throw before him: Scherzer, Degrom, Cole. Um, I'm taking Arnola over Blake Snell, over Hugh Darvish, any of those guys on uh, the Padres. Um, you can look at maybe Clayton Kershaw. Okay. Yeah, maybe. So that's four. Zach Grinky. No, I'm taking Aaron Nola. Uh, White Sox, uh, Giolato. Mm-hmm. I'm still taking Nola over him. Okay. Uh, let's go Braves. Nobody there. Yeah, I'm taking yeah. over them. Nobody on the Marlins. The White Sox or the Red Sox. No. Orioles. No. Cubs. No. Rockies, no. Cardinals, no. I, I'm sorry. He's a he's a top ten guy. I don't. I can't name any more pitchers to be like, hey, this isn't Aaron Nola's. Aaron Nola's top ten. I'm sorry. That's this is the way it goes. I think you know. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with without looking at rosters in front of me. You, you make. I mean, you make a good point. Like there, there, there are and. There are some some of those guys head to head might be debatable, um, but chip. I, I, Taking I, Nola as of April <laughs> or Wheeler over Wheeler has dominating stuff. He, he throws a hundred miles an hour. And but it, and my it, problem with Wheeler is when he's off, he's off. Aaron Nola, when he's off, he can he's still on because his one pitch will be off. But he doesn't walk a ton of guys. He's the, he's the guy that's going to put you in the best situation. He's not going to have 10 plus strikeouts and outing. That's just not the way he pitches, but he has the stuff to do it. He but misses bats. Yeah. And you're right. He might not get you double digit strikeouts, but he's going to get you ground balls, which is perfect in this park. Exactly. Um, I think, and, and let's be honest, we, we can't talk about starting pitching without yeah. talking about how insanely productive the bullpen has been. Um, One pitch chip. One goddamn pitch. Pitchers miss one pitch sometimes. Okay? Jesus, take that off my screen. Take that off my screen. <laughs> yeah, the bullpen has been electric. So, I mean, and the bullpen, you can't ask for a better job that this bullpen is doing. I mean, compared to last year. 
we're talking about one one run in 12 innings of work that like that's impressive considering the garbage that we were looking at last year and um so chip today shared with me um the list of guys that were in the Phillies bullpen last year. And oh, yeah. The guys aren't even on the team, and they're all in the minors. The steaming pile of <laughs> horse crap. You do. Like, it, it, Adam Morgan, Jose Alvarez, Tommy Hunter, Cole Irvin, like, R- Ramon Rosso, Nick Pavet. Like, a lot of these guys, only three of them are still oh, in the majors. Yeah, only like, three. So we had a minor league club, and there's more than that. There's my, more yeah, than that in the organization that are that are down. So more. here's my favorite thing that I saw today, referring to last night. Jacob Degrom is oh, 36 and 42 that, in his last like whatever starts when he's like lets up like one run or some shit like that. It's for just however it is how. How is that possible? Well, because regardless of the new ownership, it's still the Mets. Yeah, they're still the Mets. They're still going to mess it up. Like hot trash dumpster fire. We all know. Yeah, like you can look at it. it, It's almost like they're 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 waiting to implode on themselves. Like that. It's like I, I look at where they were last year, in that they were. Their bullpen was the the twenty second hardest throwing bullpen in all of baseball, and through the first four games this year, we're the first. We're the first. So they said if we just added um, uh, Kinsler and Al- uh, Alvarado, if we just added those two guys, right. they would jump up to number one with right. their velocity. But then you add Sam Coomrod, who throws a hundred like a shit bag person, but who cares? He throws a hundred. It is what it is. Hi, chip. Hi, chip. Now you want to say hi. <laughs> so Aaron Nola like that. You scum. <laughs> scum. And you shaved chip. Get, get your beard back. Get your beard back. You look like you're 12. You look like you're 12 years old. You look great. Get your beard back. Oh. Oscar likes that. Somebody said to me yesterday, and they're like, oh, man, these cockroaches. And I said, yo, don't compare cockroaches to Mets fans because cockroaches have souls. <laughs> let's, leave, let's, let's leave the cockroaches out of this from talking about Mets fans. Shout out to uh, – you have to be born a Mets fan. You don't <laughs> – is Laura a Mets fan? <laughs> Her husband is. Oh, my God. Um, man, he's such a handsome man. That's what makes me so upset. Tony, yeah. I'm sorry, bud. That's just sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Dude, what were your parents thinking? Like, you literally could have just picked the Yankees. It was a hairy situation. That's, that's <laughs> like, some of that stuff I don't under, like, I don't understand Mets fans. We talked about this last like, like, <laughs> it's just like, like, gosh, like When you have to look at both of those teams in front of you and you well, say, how are you, the, how are you taking the Mets? I'm going to take Aww. the team that loses all the time. <laughs> that is mean. I mean, Max are huge Mets fans. I know. I know. Max is awesome. Tony's a good dude. I'm sorry, but it's just, just take the Yankees. Just Lord, just make them take the Yankees, please. Just for for my, for my for my sake. For my sake, Mets. <laughs> she just wrote Mets. <laughs> this is a good question. Not a good question. A good statement. Bring up Mickey Moniak. 
my entire yeah, team. I wanted to ask you about this. So you're you're on the you're, you're on the bring Mickey Money. I have, Money to, be out I have um, to be. At at this point, I don't want to see I, Roman Quinn, bud. I've seen. Like, I've seen enough. I'd rather like, see Oscar in center field. Yeah. I don't give a shit if Oscar runs a, a 12-1 40. I mean, at least I know no. what to expect out of Oscar. He'll hit the cutoff, man. If you look at Dombrowski, I think that's a move. I think that's, that's true, a, yeah. that is the place where they're going to make a move um, because it is a glaring hole. It blows in, my it in blows their lineup. My but I just – I don't need to see Roman Quinn. You I don't, don't want to see Roman Quinn? Adam Hazley, like I don't, Adam I don't need, like I don't like I don't need that garbage in my life. It pisses me off to no end that Adam Hazley gets trotted out there. Dude can't, dude has zero power. My God, Oscar, when we want to do home run derby the one day, you have more power than that <laughs> son of a bitch. That dude, he has a worse batting stance. I don't know why he keeps his hands so high because then he drops them. Then he tries to bring him back up with a leg kick. Like, dude, you're not generating any power. So what are you doing? Then Roman Quinn, who's a guaranteed out. That's my favorite thing. Roman Quinn, you're fucking guaranteed out. You can't steal first. It's only a matter of time before he gets hurt. But like, right. The thing that bothers me the most is that all the guys that they've picked, all the guys that they've had in their system, and their player development at the minor league level has been so bad that like Mickey Moniak is the best, like is the best you guys got. Like it's so like, that's where I think they're biding their time until they, until they make a move to bring in somebody because you anybody, have to. anybody is better than. I love DD. We haven't had a home run since Andrew Knapp. Oh, God. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. We needed that. I'm, 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 I'm feeling like Bryce is due. He has to. He's, Him, Reese is due for, like, I don't know, a ticket out of town. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm still not on the Reese, on the Reese train. Toot, toot. Not this guy. But Mickey Moniak. Had a great spring. They want him to keep getting at bats. I get it. Get the young kids some at bats. But if I have to see Roman Quinn strike out on three pitches or attempt to do a drag bunt, oh, I'm going to drag bunt. It's like, dude, everybody is playing five feet away from home plate because they know you, you can't hit. And then Adam Hazley, uh. that jerk off, worst batting stance. He's not that good of a center fielder. I don't know what the hell happened to him. DD hit a home run. Thank you, Chris. Thank just, you. My reaction, if you didn't say it, I was, ah, Sir Didi, because I love Sir Didi. Dude, he is one of my favorite personalities. That dude is Seriously. absolutely awesome. fucking awesome. I he's love awesome. Didi. I miss him so much. I really do. I'm so happy he's a – like, he he just – like, I just – everything I read, I'm just like, he's just so happy. Like, I love players who are just genuinely happy. He epitomizes, like, what, what a baseball player is. Like, comes to work every day plays hard is a guy who's going to give you everything he has. I think, but I love how he, he just, he sprays the ball all over the field. He's going to give you solid defense. Yeah. Maybe a little error last night, but we'll, 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 we'
I don't know. Tony is always welcome, Laura. Please don't threaten me with a good time. I'll throw a goddamn suit and tie on for that, handsome gentleman. Uh, that. That's my man crush. That's my man crush. So weird. I know it is so weird. I just love that guy. Such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. You just love him. Some sorry. Sometimes you get. Sometimes um, you get sidetracked when you talk about Tony. So let's talk about the closer. Ooh, closer time. Let's talk about closer time. Closing time. Pack up all your shit. Leave Oscar's bar so he can go to Shady's. Oh God, that's <laughs> So who, who's the guy for you guys? Nears. Rich. I'm not. I'm not changing Nears. I'm. I'm just keeping Nears in that spot. Um, I like how this bullpen is panning out. If if we could use Archie Bradley or <laughs> Rude Chip, that was your question, bud. This is right. your question. This is why we're answering. Thank you, Chip, for bringing this question. So here's the thing. I love Bradley coming in. And if it's, say, it's six and two-thirds innings, you get Bradley, you bring him in, you get that last out. Depending on where they are in the lineup, you keep him in for the seventh. Boom. You bring Alvarado in for the eighth. Let him be wildly inconsistent, but strike dudes out. Let him be your let him be your setup man. And then, boom, bring in Neeras. When that splitter is on, that splitter is on. That's all I need to worry about. I don't think you need that stopgap, and I think we talked about this. Archie Bradley is that perfect stopgap. Chip, you shaved your face, bud. You shaved your face. You shaved your face. There's nothing I can do about it. You shaved. That's all your fault. Done with this. Done with this. But that's how I look at it. You need Archie Bradley's that stopgap. He's that guy who's going to come in, get that crucial out, and, and hopefully get the next three outs. That's the guy you want. Then give me Alvarado. Give me that lefty who's throwing gas, who's throwing that 101. It might be at your neck, but hey, he's still probably going to strike out. I love guys who are widely inconsistent but still get strikeouts because you can't get easy in the in the box. So I'd love that. And then bring Neeras in. I know people aren't, you know, they don't feel comfortable with Neeras, but I do. So I'm okay. fine. What do you think, Don? So like, so I, I think, you know, Alvarado's been as advertised. A dude yeah. who's going to come in and throw gas. You know, I know, um, you know we talked about like with Nick last week about like having like his, his off-speed pitches are that they, they, they've got insane movement on, on the, you know, it, it's going to break in on a left, like it's going to break away from a lefty. It's going to break in on a righty. I think he's been exactly what you thought he was going to be. You know, the other night he, he puts two guys on before he's able to close out the inning. Um Something about I, – I like Connor Brogdon. I like for I him do. to be uh, – so so for me, I see him at like Neris I'm okay with now. Yeah. I feel like Brogdon could be a guy that could eventually move into that role yeah. as a young guy who can throw heat. Like – so I'm, I'm kind of like – a little on the fence a little bit in terms of like, I'm okay with Neris now, but okay. I think I would love to see Brogdon be a guy that they can move into that role. I, um, I also love the fact that I haven't seen Vinny Velasquez. That is probably one of my favorite highlights of this season, but Don, <laughs> I have to cut you off for one second. Oscar, uh, what the fuck are you wearing? Oh, dude. Take it off. Take it off. Go change. Go change. change. Like, Go change. Cool. Oscar, you're, you're muted till you change. Go. Go, Go change. Go change. They didn't even make the tournament. Oscar, I don't even – I know. Get out of here. I don't even mind. Duke shirt. Tane's a Duke, Duke shirt. 
Sorry, Oscar decides to wear Oscar's like this today. Once a, oh, I still didn't get my beef off with Oscar. That's going to happen yeah. in two minutes. I had to make Oscar change that because there's no way that he's going to be rocking a Duke. I don't even know a Duke jersey on this show. Sorry, yeah, that's, not, that's right. not happening. It's not happening. I'm like you call, call me a diva, but we're not doing Duke. We're not doing Duke. Not right now. Nice. So. I do like the fact that you mentioned Connor Brogdon because I think Connor Brogdon is a stud. Don't yeah. worry, guys. Oscar will be back in a few minutes. It, it happened. I wish we had Chapman, said Chris. I don't because we don't yeah. need him. He he makes way too much money, and he's way too inconsistent. Yeah. I love the fact he brought up Brogdon. To, me, Brogdon. to me, he like, like Chapman is like what you have in Alvarado, just less consistent. Um, but – <laughs> you, oh my God, Oscar, you scumbag! Oh, Oscar, you scumbag! Hold on, hold on. There we go. <laughs> <That's a lot laughs> I had to kick you off for a second. I'll take that over Duke. I don't care. At least I didn't really realize I was wearing until you said something like, "Huh, yeah." Oh yeah. it's it's you know I I look at it in this way, Oscar. Like if that's your team, rock your rock your stuff. Um, but like I have a, a next door neighbor who is from Kansas city. So mm -hmm. in the fall, they got their, their, their chief stuff out. Completely fine. Yeah. She's like, Oh, the, she comes, we were at a, like, we were like talking across the driveway the other day <laughs> oh, in the fall. I'll take my, 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 my flag down on Sundays. And I said, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I said, guess what? If I were living in Kansas city, You'd see all my Philly sports stuff Absolutely. all over the place. I'd be hanging it from the windows. So, You're gonna see it. So no. if that's your squad, but like I, <laughs> I'm good. The only time I don't allow for that is if you are a um, scumbag Dallas fan. You can just take uh, all your stuff off. You can burn it, <laughs> and then you could probably just leave Earth, like go to the moon, go somewhere where so, you're accepted. So but not, not not over here. So at some point. We have to we have to talk about the people who are fans of teams of cities they've never lived in or cities they've never been to. Yeah, never visited. Like put that on the back burner, but like Oh, we could discuss that. That I is wanna, it that, makes me laugh when people are like, Yeah, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. It's like, all right, that's dope. Have you um ever gone to a game? Do you know the address to their stadium? Nah. Do you know they don't? They don't even play. They didn't play at Dallas at one point. So, no. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. So I'm if, just wondering. You guys if, are good fans. If That's you have never lived there, I don't care. If it you, just makes me laugh. If you, like, if you can't go to the city, if you can't go and celebrate the the win of the of the trophy of whatever it is, I yeah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear like, oh my! Uh, I watched them when I was a kid. Whatever, like you yeah. can go away, but I want to table that for another. That that's yeah, that that'll be a that's that a topic. Be, oh my god, I know, I know, I'm going to talk about argue that actually. What? Oh, that the whole um, not living in a city, but still being a fan. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I just we'll talk I get about it, it. But at the same time, I don't. That's like people are like, well, you're from New Jersey, so you should like the Devils. It's like. Fuck the devils are like three hours away. Like, <laughs> like, thing, though. Like, why do I want to root for the devils? North Jersey is like so. I look at it as I'm not a big fan of New York 
I've never been. I have no aspirations like to go. I just don't. There's nothing there for me. Like there's nothing there for me. But then there's North Jersey. And I say above Trenton, there's nothing there for me. I would rather drive like to a job down south, like three hours, than remotely go to North Jersey. <laughs> like three That's hours down to Delaware. Yeah. I would rather drive to like Ocean City, Maryland every day than to take a trip to North Jersey. I'm sorry, but it's just it would literally it's like twice the distance and would take half the time to get down there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why do I want to go to North Jersey? But this is another time. Chip, of course you can be on that. That's no problems. Absolutely. I want to move on to well, we we did the we have the whole closer thing down. So let's go to um our boy Alex, Nick's little brother, wanted us to talk about uh our early MLB predictions, MVP, Cy Young, and uh easy. Postseason. I, I like this. So MLB predictions, Phillies are gonna take it all, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a given. Phillies are gonna give it all. But um, I still think my MVP is going to be <sighs> this is gonna be really difficult. But Mike Trout. Mike Trout launched, I think, his second home run of the season today. And he's just a stud who can't be stopped. Don, who is your MVP so far? Well, I mean, it's it's the it's the insanely obvious choice to pick the guy who is the best player in baseball, the best player on the planet. Like, thank you. And, <laughs> thank you. and to me, like, and we, we touched on this a couple episodes ago, but like, to me, it's a crime that there are, that he's not on TV as much as he should be. Like, yes. yeah. it, like the MLB is a bunch of morons. In my they need him on today. It, he it, would save this game. He he could do if you put him on either a Fox game on Saturday or an ESPN game on Sunday night twice a month. He could he could he could establish such a fan base in just having people have eyes on him. But nope, I the people that want to see him go see him. They 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 go find that Angels game on you know on channel eight hundred and ninety seven on you know on the, the MLB package because they want to. But it's those like they're 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 fringe fans. They're not they're they're never gonna see him. So like he's a guy who like lights out, doesn't need to like there shouldn't be any question because statistically, like you don't even need to look at statistics. Like yes. use your eyeballs, watch him play. He is just like an animal at the plate. He is. There's nobody better at that position or anybody better at the plate than Mike Trout. It was no. funny because as everything that you're, you're articulating and you're saying, I'm sitting there the other night and I'm watching the Hugh Darvish game or not Hugh Darvish, uh, Shoney Otani. Shoney Otani. He's pitching, he's throwing 100 miles an hour, then he hits a 460-foot home run. Yeah, We're sitting there, and it's me, Ollie, Jamie. We're watching the game, and I'm like, buddy, watch. I'm like, this is pretty incredible. I'm like, this guy is pitching, and he's also hitting. And Ollie's just like, look at me. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And when they're talking in that first pit, <laughs> home run, I was like, holy shit. The- that was crazy. But then Mike Trout, before or after that, hits that piss missile up the middle. It's like... Right. This is the best player in baseball for a reason because he's country strong. He's a five tool player. And then I'm explaining like what a five tool player is. So it's, it's, I love explaining baseball. Like if, if I have to explain baseball, I I love doing it. 
And just in the sense of you look, well, oh, Vinny's warming up. Well, yeah, Vinny's going to get in. But Vinny, Vinny's good because Vinny will throw two innings. He'll get, he'll get six Ks on 118 pitches, and then he'll right. be taking out the game. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. But Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. He's the guy that you grow up to watch. I had the pleasure of watching him as he was younger on, a, on our backfield and hits a ball 600 feet, and everybody stopped in their tracks. And we just looked, and we're like, who is this kid? And they're like, oh, that's that kid Trout from, from Millville. And we're like, who? Yeah, freshman. He hit the ball literally one-hopped our softball field from the JV field which is a good 550 feet away. We all stopped. My dad was telling me that story the other day. He's like, remember when you saw Mike Trout hit that ball? Everybody stopped and they were playing. And everybody, who the fuck is that kid? Yeah, that was Mike Trout. But it's true. Mike Trout was a South Jersey legend, and he's the best player. Still is. But here's the the cool thing, is that, like, he's still a down-to-earth dude. Like, he's still a guy who goes back to Millville and eats at the diner. He's still a guy. I love the fact that he doesn't want his number retired, that he uses the number as uh, a way to, to honor the, the captain of the team. Like that kind of stuff, like just makes me like have a, like a, like a super baseball man crush on him. Like, yes. that's Cause he's a down the earth dude who is legit. Like he cares. You, you, you want to follow players who care about other players, who care about the sport, who aren't in it just to make money. So happens he's just a beast. So happens he's just the best player in baseball. So happens he was born in South Jersey. And I, I yeah. got to see the kid hit a 550-foot home run. It was a beautiful thing. I, was, I was praying a couple years ago when, when he was – when he was, Price was campaigning for him last year. Uh, or the year before that. Yeah. That would have been – That would have been – yeah, but there's some there is something to say about him coming home. And if they're but like and people were talking about, oh well, do you want to come home and have the pressure of constantly yes. playing in front of your hometown? And I'm like yes. 100 percent He could care less. Like he was gonna go and he, if he played in this ballpark, my God, he'd have he 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 would be pushing home runs. he'd be pushing like 40, 50, 60 home runs. 60 home runs, at least. Cy Young, Don, who you got? Who's your early season Cy Young? Mine's easy. so I'm not There's only one correct answer. And who is that, Oscar? Oh, you already know. I'm not, I mean, he has 11 strikeouts tonight. So whatever. Oh, Garrett Cole. Yeah. Oh, Garrett Cole is the best ever. Yeah. So, All right, AL. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, listen. He, well, yeah. he is a guy who just has consistently dominant stuff. And is gonna is gonna get you out on whatever pitch he wants to. Yeah, and whatever um, the trash can drum says. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Scumbag. That's what he is. A scumbag. Don't say yeah. shut, shut up. Shit. <laughs> shut no. up. Rich is Garrett in the AL. Um but actually I do like Giolato though from uh stud. Um and I think you know, ha- having seen Degrom pitch reminds me of how dominant a, a pitcher he is, and with, with to, throwing only two pitches, with two pitches. <laughs> like, two. imagine what he's imagine what it's going to be like to face him in the middle of July when he's still throwing three digit gas and 
now he's got his break now now his breaking ball is, is falling yeah. off the table and he's going to the first game of the season <laughs> he's going to throw a cutter that's going to cut in back over the black of the plate and and it just i love watching the guys who are just elite that's fun to me like so like, like i was talking about earlier that battle between him and harper like i love i that's just watching two guys who are elite just battle each other. And you could tell Bryce was pissed. Like you oh, tell me when, when well, he's, he's pissed because he's not he, – as much as I love Bryce, as much as I love him, and mind you, I, I can't give anything away, but just say maybe if I made a purchase today, it was maybe some Bryce Harper stuff for the family. I'm just saying. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It's where it's a 36-minute mark. Jamie's not listening this far. She listens usually to the first three minutes and she's like, yo, I'm done. I can't stand listening to you talk. And I say, I understand, babe. I, <laughs> I love you. I love you. I get it. So maybe I did buy some Bryce Harper stuff, but the problem with Bryce is it's like, Jesus, dude, you, I expect more out of a guy who's making $300 million. And I'm saying that even though it's early in the season, I need, I need to see a home run by the end of the week. I need I, to see it. I, I, I'm with you. Like I, I think and, it's time. Okay. I, 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 here's what I want. I don't, I want him to continue to be productive. I don't want him pressing to get the home run and yeah. then start like pulling off balls and going, you know, popping out to, to, to left field or like, like tonight, the first at bat, like trying to pull the ball and, you know, ground him one into the, into the, like the, the shift. I, I, I just I need him to be the catalyst for the middle of that lineup. Like yeah. he has to be the one who is going to stimulate that offense to be able to continue to be productive. I agree. So he's got to get on because I love what I see from Baum. Like I he's 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 as he's as as advertised. Like he has been everything that they've they've said he was. Um he he's consistent on defense. I think he puts the ball in play. Evidence last night, even though it's a dribbler, he's still putting in play, and he's still get he's still making the defense make a play in in, in the in the crux of the game, and that's the guy that you want. So I love him as a young building block, but but Harper, you're like Richard, right on. He has to be. He has to continue more. to start being more. I just need I just need to see the guy produce. I understand. I I still don't. Kutch is not a leadoff hitter. I'm sorry. No. Kutch is not a leadoff hitter. Their outfield, besides Bryce, their positional players are piss poor. I yeah. get it. But man, help yourselves out, guys. Reese Hoskins, Jesus Christ, right. still early struggles. I'm going to take more pitches. That's fantastic. Get yourself deeper in the count so you strike out because you're a really good fastball hitter. But when it comes one goes pump right down the middle, you don't swing. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Six is winning. Nice. Nice. We're <laughs> like, yeah, nice. I'm sorry. I wish I could juggle back and forth, but right now it's it's baseball over over everything until playoffs come for the Sixers. Uh the Sixers looked like garbage the other night. Went with that well made. Um, ben Simmons needs to step it the fuck up. I'm not. I'm not even going to go there with him. This is well, just getting I, out of the, it. The the show that I that I that I was on last night with with Scotty, we were talking about this the same thing and how 
they had like this was the perfect opportunity for Ben Simmons to step up when it beads out, and he kind of took a step back. So like all I, I, need, I need more, but let me share. Rich, your kids are young, correct? Yes. yes. Don't underestimate the power of a second TV in the same room. I got tired of watching games on my device on, on, on my iPad sitting on the couch while on the on the 60 inch screen is like like Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur A A R V V A R K. The Ardmark. The second the second A-A-R-V. TV has changed my world because I can sit there and I can watch the game on a regular TV and put on some headphones and listen to it and not even think twice about it. So the good thing about my wife, the good thing about Jamie is she is a stickler for TV time. So if we're watching TV, it's like, of course, it's like always this time, but the TV usually goes off around 730. So it's like right in the middle of games. He goes down at eight. And then, of course, I like have to pop it back on. But she's a very big stickler with TV. So okay. he doesn't really watch much anyway. If I put something on, it's for him like before there's this, there was this thing called nap time, but he got a new room, so there's no nap time. If you if people out there who have kids, once once your kids get rid of their like their binky and they get a big boy bed, yeah, there's no more napping. Yeah, so, it's, it's, so it's it's kind of he's just kind of done with it. And then at nighttime, it's just we'll watch something educational or whatever. And then I'll put on the Phillies. I'll watch it. Oh, dad, this is great. I'm like, thanks, bud. And we clap. And then he goes to bed. And then I put it back on. She goes to bed. It is what it is. So right. I wish I could do the double TV thing, but I don't need it because we we just the wife will the wife will murder me if I brought home another TV. Oscar, you might have to clear off that count. Uh, that count. <laughs> That's exactly right. She'd be like, "Oh, jerk off! You got another TV, but you you, know, you didn't get this." And I'm like, "But babe!" And then a knife goes in my neck, and I'm in intensive care. And then it's, it's Don and Nick's podcast because. It's- <laughs> And then Don wouldn't get a word in, and it would just be the Knicks show, and then we get canceled again. <laughs> That's all it would be. We would just get canceled. Shout out to Nick. He's not here tonight. Yeah. It's his mom's birthday. Uh, Mama K, a.k.a. Jamie, one of my favorite people in the world. I love you. Happy birthday. Everything's great. And I'm happy you are up from Florida. Happy birthday. Stabbed, stabbed on broad. No, it would be stabbed by a broad. But that's why I love Jamie because Jamie will probably run downstairs because she hears me in the other room. It's like this motherfucker's gonna get it. Like, you know I will. You know I will. Anyway, let's get back to the sports let's talk. Get back. So there was also something on last night that was not entertaining that a crap ton of people won money off of the Baylor game. Right. It was the Baylor game because Gonzaga didn't show up. You wanted to talk about this, Oscar, I believe. You wanted to mention this, and we'll talk about how unentertaining of a game it was. I waited for my thoughts, and this is my thoughts on the game. Gonzaga played a hell of a game against UCLA. There was no fucking way after they beat UCLA in that fashion could they even compete with Baylor. It was a dead – it was over from the get-go. You come out and you play that hard as a college team in a tournament that is the biggest games of your lives, you are not going to be able to compete in the championship game. They busted their nut so hard against UCLA to keep UCLA at bay. It was over. It was over from the jump. That's why I didn't watch it. I literally told, I think I told my dad, I texted, I texted my dad. He's like, you watching the game? I said, Baylor is going to win by at least 12. And he's like, 
Yeah, I, I probably more. He's like, because there, there's just no fucking way. And and it was and like that. Like they jumped, they they jumped on them from the we'll first. Get to you. We'll get to this. And I, I just, for me, like Richard, spot on. Like they 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 blew everything they had to win that game. That was their that they needed. They needed that UCLA game to be a cakewalk for them to have a shot against Baylor. And Baylor has played like they, they built that program up. They played insanely well. Um, and I, I was incredibly impressed with Baylor and just really disappointed in Gonzaga. Cause if Gonzaga plays well, that's a, that's a great game. It's a great matchup. Yeah. But they just but. never showed up. And like, I, I tuned in until about maybe like five minutes left in the first half. And I was like, eh. You're I better than I am. Because I literally yeah. was like, I'm going to watch the Phillies. I'm going to go to bed. And I'm not even going to watch it. One, it was like we said, we talked about it earlier. The 945 game, the cater to the California Gonzaga fans. We get it. But um, there's 100% no effing way. I'm staying up to watch a, a college basketball game that I have nothing invested in. Right. And I honestly, I just don't care. I knew the outcome before it happened. You, it, we have to realize when teams play an overtime game, literally a, 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 a two days beforehand, right. you're going to be gassed. You're not going to have it in you. Like these kids aren't professional athletes. They, they don't know how to, 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 to overcome this pressure. Yeah, I just, I, it was done. It was over yeah. with. It was I, easy I, money. If I remembered that the game was on yesterday, I would have bet the house on Baylor getting five points. Wow. I would have bet the yeah. House. yeah, I mean, it's it, there, you knew there, there, there's no like I that that's one thing that I'll never understand is why those games start as late as they do. Like, like Same we were talking way. about before the show started. Like, if you're if you're a if you're a kid, if you're a 10, 12, 14 year old kid who loves hoops. And for the last four week, last three weekends, all you've been doing is watching hoops, and you've been tuning in every weekend. You've watched all these games build up, and it gets to the final game, and you want to watch it. And like, no, you no, can't. <laughs> then you can't. No twelve no year old kid is a staying up till one o'clock in the morning to watch the end of it, or two, they're not recording it and getting up in in the morning to watch it. So like, like Don, that, you have a twelve year old. Do you have a 12 year old? I have a 13 year old girl or boy girl, girl. So my neighbor's kid is like 14 and he stays up to like two o'clock in the morning playing uh, video games and shit. Yeah. They no. tell him to go to bed, but then, you know, these kids just wake up and do whatever they want. Cause that's, yeah. that's I'm going to start beating my son at like at least 10. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dyfus. The closest we got to, to any kind of video games, I bought a retro Nintendo. Dope. Which has been awesome because I geek out and I play Tecmo Bowl. It's awesome. There's like there, there's like 12 teams. It's insanely fun and makes me feel like a kid, except I just can't throw the, the <laughs> controller at the screen anymore. Nick Nick just sent us a text in the uh, the group message. <laughs> Vinny Velasquez. Absolute filth. Two Ks, one, two, three inning. We knew it. Don, I called it. Chimp, I called it, you son of a bitch. We'll get mad. 
So here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Vinny V just struck this <laughs> Thanks, Chip. We, we, we know. We got we it. Know, bro. We got it. Let's talk about some fan questions. Eagles predictions on the draft. Who are we getting into up? Who am I going to say, guys? Who am I going to say? Is it is it a, is it a DB from South Carolina? I believe it is. And which one is it? All right, it's it's your boy JC Horn. JC Horn, who I've only been talking about for two months now, yeah. and then everybody is finally saying JC Horn's the guy. Too bad he's probably going to be taken by Dallas. Right, that's just the way it is. Now the but that's why I want to the sh- the shakeup at at the top. I think like Carolina making the move for for, for Donald. Donald is going to be the probably the best thing for his career cuz yeah. let's be let's be frank he was not coached at all he had no that. one he, he had, had no absolutely one. no one on that team his best running back was frank gore go ahead don go ahead i mean every guy at every position on the panthers is better than any guy who he ever played with with the jets yeah, minus minus Robbie Anderson. That's so crazy. Anderson played for both of them, but like he's going in to a place where you have a guy who I wanted the Eagles to take a look at as the as a head coaching candidate in Joe Brady. Yeah. Would have loved to see him come in and transform that offense, um, just like he did at LSU when he turned Joe Burrow into you know Joe Namath, and meanwhile. Joe Burrow, people forget when he was at Ohio State, was stuck behind Dwayne Haskins. So, you know, I I love the spot. Like, you're going to put him in an offense with Robbie Anderson, with Christian McCaffrey. Yep. You're you're putting, and there there are a lot of DJ Moore. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. And they still have the eighth overall pick. And they still have the eighth pick. Like you. That's scary. Yeah. Like, I love Sam Darnold. I'm sorry. Sam Darnold, if we could have traded, and oh, here comes Rich being the Jalen Hurts hater. Ooh, if we could have traded Jalen Hurts as well as Carson Wentz to the Jets to get Sam Darnold and say like maybe a pickback or something like that, I would have loved it. The kid is 23 years old. He's younger than Joe Barrow. He's younger than most of these quarterbacks who are, I think he's younger than two of the quarterbacks who are coming out this year. The kid can make all types of throws. He's not a bad quarterback. But when you're coached by Adam Gase, you have zero offensive weapons. You have zero offensive line. Your best running back you've ever played with is a guy who runs for 20. He, he has 25 carries for 36 yards. And his name is Frank Gore, right. who Frank literally was, was like, in college when he was born. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you expect from the yeah. kid? You Dude, I don't know, man. I don't hear excuses, though. I mean, Joe Flacco came in and threw for like 40 touchdowns. No lie. Now he's playing, but that one game he came back. He really did score 40 points. And then everybody was like, What the freak's happening to the Jets? And then they still lost that game, which is even funnier. Well, because their defense is well, yeah. right. Because their defense is garbage. It just but, it, like I, I think like that. I I feel like like I they the Eagles were like a year too late on that rule. They like, were. They they I, I wish that they were in in a position where that was the guy that they could go make a move for. Um, I I sent I saw on. Did you guys see the the video 
that was circulating today with Sirianni, where he's like yeah, the banana rail. Yeah, he didn't like the banana rail. I something is just like very hokey about it. Like it just it seems like it's very like for the camera. I can't figure out what how genuine that is. See and, how he's fist? See how he's fist? And here's his sphincter. Jesus Christ. Puppet, bro. Puppet. That's all he is. He's a Howie puppet. Yeah. I don't even want to get into it. It was, oh, I don't like when guys run banana routes because they go this way, then they tell right. him, I want Chris routes. Well, you're not getting Chris routes from the Eagles wide receivers. So, right. Sirianni, get over it, Cuzzo, because that's yeah. it. Oscar, I want you to take us into your segment. So, so, real, so real quick, on the 12th pick, uh, I, I'm good with, like, a bunch of – like if there's a, a like a, a Smith, a Waddle, a Parsons, uh, a Farley, uh, Farley maybe not now that he's just had back surgery, but yeah, he's, he's like, like all right, oh, I would love if Parsons was a guy who fell, and they were that too. Pick him in the middle of the defense. I could get I could get behind that real fast. I'm with you. I like yeah. my, I like I like Michael Parsons. So I'm with you, Oscar. Take us into your take us into your segment. Sorry, Don, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to hear I want to hear some Oscar stuff. I want to hear what Oscar's got. Are you talking about what I posted? No, I'm talking about just a fucking Oscar. Jesus Christ! You not listened to the pre the pre meetings? No, no. Oh, this is now I'm gonna have to edit this video. All right, guys, it was great having you. See you later. I'm just kidding. This is Oscar's segment, and it's called Ask Oscar, Ooh, wow. where Oscar asks us something that he wants to know. Oh, it's actually or Oscar uh, asks. I'm sorry. Oscar asks. Um, first thing, what's your what's your actual honest predictions for the Phillies? You guys seem really really high on them right now. It's are they a wild card? Or are they winning the NL? Nah, I think they're going to win the NL. <laughs> it's surprising, but I think they're going to win the NL. to me. I the only reason I think they're going to win the NL is their bullpen has looked very good. And the Braves can't figure it the fuck out. The Mets will always be the Mets. And the Marlins probably lost Sisto for the year. Um, yeah. the I'm going to say Phillies, baby. <laughs> Phillies. Yeah, after seeing what – now, listen, I know it's the, the, the season is only five games young. But I think seeing what we've seen and seeing how positively the the, the – the moves that the Phillies have made and how that, that performance is, is going to is already equaling wins. Cause there are games that those games that we saw early on this year were definitely games that they lost last year. I think for me, um, it changed my perspective because before, before the season started, I thought, you know, the, the, the Nats have a good top of the end rotation the Mets have a good top of the end rotation. The Braves were always at the top for the last couple of years. Yeah. Now, seeing the way that the Braves can't, you know, fight their way out of a wet paper bag this weekend, <laughs> and then seeing the Mets, like the Mets, look like they're about ready to implode on themselves right now in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, like, I think for me, like it, it that this. this this start to the season definitely changed my perspective on how far this team can go. And I think 
they're they're a contender for the East, absolutely. And I think you're going to see the the longer they stay in contention, the more moves Dombrowski is going to make. I agree. Start and, with Fairfield. And Oscar, how do you feel about the season? Because that's what I want to know. I want to know how you feel. I mean, about the Phillies, I it doesn't matter how you feel, Oscar. It doesn't matter how you feel. I just, I just, I just can't see them winning the East. I really, I don't know why. So, so if not the Phillies, then who? Yeah, I'm still going with the Mets. All right, and Oscar is done for the rest of the night. All right. Well, it looks like it's Don and Rich just there we hanging go. out and just being bros. I'm just kidding. You're back. What happened, Oscar? No, oh, you're gonna act like you're muted. Stop. Stop that nonsense. Let's bring the shenanigans to an end. Final thoughts. Yeah. Final thoughts. Oscar, take it away, my brother. Final thoughts. Um, I'm actually I'm happy for you guys. After the Eagles season, you guys deserve a good team to root for. It's hard being a Phillies fan. I mean, a Philadelphia fan. I'm just glad the Phillies are four now. You're just pissing me off right now, Oscar. I'm probably, I'm, dude. You know, if I'm not rooting for the Yanks, I'm rooting for the Phils, right? Like, I, I think I own the same amount of Philly shirts as I do Yankees. I didn't, didn't know that, Oscar. Okay. Know that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, one thing. Um. I fell in love with baseball all over again, and love and and the thing that started to trigger some things was the sounds of baseball. Like I must have watched the 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 Shohei Otani home run was amazing. Was amazing. Rich, I probably watched that replay like 20 times in a row. And I'm just listening for the like the sound of the crack of the bat, the the people in the stands. Um I just love baseball. Um and there's so many good stories that are happening right now. Um so to end the final thought, shout out to Orioles outfielder Trey Mancini. Yeah, like, man. Coming like, back from this battle with cancer. Yeah, like, super, Love super it. great story. Battling back from cancer. So, you know, shout out to him. And, you know, he's a guy I'll, I'll, I'll silently root for as a, you know, just a guy who has just kind of battled back through through some terrible crap. So, I love baseball. I know. My final thought, and then I have to fight with Oscar, and I would like to put that up there. Exactly. Fuck cancer. Exactly. Before I fight with Oscar, I would like to say shout out to um, my wife. Shout out to Jamie. Um, As some of you know, we lost our our one rescue yesterday, Pretzel. Uh, RIP Pretz. My Pretzel Teeny. My good girl. Um, If you had the chance... If you were in the market for an animal, for a dog or a cat, adopt. Adopt a senior. Save a dog who got surrendered because their family couldn't afford medical bills. Save a dog who got surrendered because they were just old. How would you feel if your family just dumped you in a strange place for no reason that you didn't deserve? We take in these animals not because we enjoy the heartbreak, but we enjoy giving the final days or final months or final weeks to an animal and to have a loving home. Absolutely. What it's about rescue pets. Jamie is a huge advocate. She got me into this. I was never a fan, but I'm like scouring the internet now, like trying to find like 
an older dog, like we talked about the 17 year old lab who was, was surrendered today had 880 shares. That dog's going to find a home, but there's a dog out there. Who's probably been on a shelter or a cat for years. Why? Because you know, it's overlooked. Give that dog a chance. People think, oh, the dog was in this situation, so it's going to be bad. This dog was in this situation, so it's 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 going to be aggressive. No, dogs are forgiving. They're not people. They're not people. They don't hold grudges. No. Adopt. Save a senior dog. Save a senior cat. Get them out of a shelter. Give them a, a, a good meal before they pass. Give them a loving home. That's what I want, and that is my final thoughts. Couldn't have but said it before, any better. But before we end this episode, Oscar decided to say if he could say if he could get rid of three to save three, he was getting rid of Star Trek. Oscar stinks. Thank you, Ant. We all know this. Yo, Ant's, Ant's a goonie now. Ant's playing salt bullets. I'm super excited. Wait, Ant's, gonna play, Ant's gonna play left bench. He's gonna play left bench. I'm super excited. He doesn't have a spot. It's gonna be great. I'm just I'm, he's handsome. We gotta get him on the team. I'm just kidding, Ant. You'll you'll play. <laughs> <laughs> this dude decided to get rid of Star Trek. GPA <laughs> booster. He decided to get rid of Star Trek. He he decided to get rid of Avatar, which I'm completely fine about. This is what was with blue people. But he decides to get rid of Back to the Future. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind over DC? Over DC has the best Batman films ever. Yeah, three of them, and we could say that they're not even part of it. So that's even great. You Indiana Jones? You really watched Indiana Jones, Oscar? Tell I do. Watch I Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford's my dog. Stop you that. Know the part when they trash. face mounted. Trash. Exactly. That stop. Part. Trash. Are you kidding me? You're gonna get rid of fucking Back to the Future? Back yeah, to yeah. the Future is a classic. Uh, so was Indiana Jones. No, it's not. Back to the Future is Indiana Jones. <laughs> You're the type of guy who likes Rocky Four, and you're the I guy love guy. Rocky Four. Are you serious? Yeah, of course you do. Oh, in the face. If it for Rocky Four, there would be no freaking Creed One and Two. No, there oh, would be no Tommy Gunn waiting in the back alley. Nobody gives a shit about that one, Oscar. Yeah, nobody. God. Really? All right, we're done. We're done. Really? Back to the? Come on. That's what I'm saying. Listen. It was such a hard. It was so hard, dude. But it was. It was actually between. Bring the list up. Bring the list up. I was going to say. Right right now. Bring the list up right now. Let's I don't, to, I don't even know how to do that. Bring the fucking list up. Do it. You do it. Oh, dude, just find it on your phone, bro. Oh. Like, legit. Like, no, no, I have to find it. Great, Oscar. Yeah, hold on. I'm Sorry, you've been tweeting about football all day. Really have. Great. Now I have to go back. Our fans are like, oh, I'm not even listening anymore. Sorry, we're past the hour mark. All right, so let's with Star Wars to MCU. DC. No, I'm not getting rid of those. Jurassic Park, Harry nope. Potter, Lord nope. of the Rings. Yeah, I'll get rid of Lord of the Rings. I, I could get rid of Lord of the Rings. I can get rid of Lord of the Rings. It's tough. Their best yeah. movie was their, their best movie was the third movie. No, not 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 tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with getting rid of it. It was, four, it was four hours of walking. Avatar it sucks. I agree. Oscar sucks. <laughs> Chris says Oscar sucks. Absolutely love it. Dude, all of these franchises are bangers compared to um, Avatar gone, Indiana yeah. Jones gone, Star Trek gone, 007 gone. What? Lord of the Rings gone. The best 007 movie was made in like 1976. I uh, have you not seen Quantum of Solace? That was classic. 
Oh, yeah, it was classic. That's why it's only played on TBS. All the classics get played on TBS. Are you serious? Everything is played on TBS. Stop that. Your streams got played on TBS. If our stream gets if, if our stream gets on TBS and it's a classic, I'll tell you right. that. Guys, we, we rambled for too long. I'm Rich, Don Juan, and Oscar. Thank you for joining us. Apple, Google, Spotify, your mother's radio. I don't care. You'll find us. Welcome to Philly. Hey, they're going to get FM somehow. That'd be crazy, right? What? What'd you say? What? From FM. You know what I mean? Yo, if we get on FM, that'd be dope. That'd be but dope. You, well, you know what the problem is? We're too fun and we're not sellouts. So Ooh. we're not going on FM. We're strictly made for the internet. <laughs> we love you. The FCC can't cancel me. <laughs> pay for this website. I'm not getting canceled. Uh, Peace. Have a good night.